0: Without further ado, here's Proudly Resents.
1: Hey guys, thanks for coming. I'm Adam Spiegelman, it's Proudly Resents. We're gonna do a, a tribute to trauma movies. So we got a lot of people from different trauma films, mostly from Class of Newcomb High. So uh, coming out first, so to do the show with me is uh, Christian Finnegan, you know, from the TV and the clubs. Christian Finnegan, everybody. I put intro Christian, and that's pretty much what I got. Thank and you. then... Uh, and they do
0: know me from the TV and the clubs. Right.
1: And Ben Lerman on guitar, everybody's here for him. What's a subtle way to say you can stop playing that same chord? Thank you very much.
0: Never has such a beautiful guitar been wasted on so few chords.
1: <laughs> There's only like three more chords, let's be honest. So we're going to do a tribute to Troma we're going to have, um, we're going to talk about Class of Nukem High in a little bit, but first we have the stars of the, re- the reboot, or the prequel, or the sequels? The sequel of Class of Nukem High called Return, Return to Nukem High, which is the first hint that it's a sequel. Uh, the po- volumes one and two, volume one is about to come out, and they did the premiere last night. But before we start, we have the theme song to the original Class of Nukem High. Do you or recognize something? that? <laughs>
2: High. Newcomb High, Newcomb High, Newcomb High, Newcomb High. Sing along. Yeah, sing it if you know it. Sun comes up, a brand new day, student body, time to pray their test and concentrate, cause no one wants to be a waste. But outside of the classroom walls, the Geiger counter tells it all. Can see or feel or smell or taste the remnants of a nuclear waste. I just really want to know.
1: Another show coming, so thank you. Extended uh, dance mix. I know. Thanks for doing all that, Ben. I learned that this morning. Uh, writer's block is at 7 o'clock, which I think is funny because they still don't know what they're going to do on that show. All right. <laughs> on that high note, bring out the two stars of The Returns of Nukem High, Volume 1 and Volume 2 Asa Paredes, who just hurt herself, and Catherine Kukorian. Catherine, come on out. Your, last night you had your big New York City premiere of the movie. Yeah. How was that? What kind of response did you get for that? You can move the mic. I like, yeah. I like
3: it. It's awkward like this.
4: I like it is. Kind of like um,
3: no, last night, uh, like I told
4: you. Before you
1: start, we're going to sing another song.
4: Okay, good. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I did do karaoke afterwards, so I'm prepared. Yeah, oh, she's ready.
1: No, wait, what is some of compliments no, you got? Uh,
3: somebody gave me like my favorite compliment ever for acting, which was, "You have a fantastic bitch face." <laughs>
1: She Where I was Asked me to do it. To do
3: so the there's the a picture face? of me like like doing said bitch face. Can we like. see the
0: bitch face? Let's
1: see. Yay. Whoa! That's excellent. Yeah. That's what a so I mean, I know that all <laughs> my acting school like
3: paid off because now like I have fanboys looking for my bitch face. Well,
1: you guys are classically trained actors. Yeah, right? we right. are. Yeah,
4: you're. I'm actually still in school, but I trained at Lee Strasbourg. I'm, cl- I'm classically trained, Shakespearean trained. So yep.
3: she. I studied at the Shakespeare Globe um, my third year of college um, with Glenn MacDonald. And I studied at the London International School for Performing Arts with uh, Thomas Pratke, who is the. Um, he was right below uh, the Lecoq School. So it's like clown school, but like movement based. And at it's the high Guthrie class experience. clown school, yeah, a lot yeah, of high yeah, it's class, school. which There's is exactly you know. why I thought *Trauma* was the next step.
0: High class clown school was my favorite *Trauma* movie.
1: Actually. Yeah. That's <laughs> coming out. <laughs> three and four, *Return to High Class Clown*. Just, clown uh, and it's
0: nice that you went to Strasbourg though, because then when like you had uh, nuclear waste coming out of your mouth, you could use sense memory. Yeah, yeah. 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 I really, yeah. Remember I could really apply my sense memory periods. techniques,
4: especially when, um, when I, I get preg- impregnated by a duck in the film. There's a lot of like. Sense Spoilers. memory mm. going into right. that about you know my past watched? experiences of come on ducks. guys we all went to college <laughs> right yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't well. think your parents are disappointed in you don't act like did I spend eighty grand for let this let he who has not been impregnated by a duck cast the first stone <laughs> <hour. laughs> let's <laughs> find you let's find you well what were the auditions like you guys had a lot of auditions right yeah Pretty we had
3: eight. nine callbacks it took a month and a half <laughs> and every like after like the first two I was like the next callback they kind of have to tell us. They and didn't. then they didn't. And then my friend uh, Jared Crespo, um, he like told me, "Listen, Madonna did twelve callbacks, and she didn't get cast." For so, a trauma film. No, yeah, for yeah. a yeah. trauma film. It for was this part film of their also. Genius. Um, no, for the movie called *The First Turn-On*, oh. uh, she auditioned twelve times and was not cast.
1: You know what? They were right. I've seen this movie, <laughs> Susan. They made a good choice. So,
3: but we we so we, every time we we would do a callback, and uh, uh, Katie and I met after the very first callback, mm-hmm. and um, we immediately became friends. And at the same time, our first callback, we were also being there was also a Village Voice was doing a piece on trauma while our audition was going on and everything so we were inadvertently um interviewed like and we hung out and talked Mm -hmm. and so when the the piece finally came out we had been cast people thought that we had been cast that far ago and the truth is is that we just became friends and there was a natural chemistry that took a month and a half for them to finally tell us that we would gotten it
1: Well, he made you guys read the whole script
4: yeah they made us um well a, a draft of the script. It yeah. was constantly evolving. So the script that we that we read <laughs> is, was not, not actually what was very little, I think. Of but he
1: comparison. wanted to make sure you guys were okay with all the craziness. Yeah, the we watched, um,
4: he made us watch Poultry in Motion, which yeah. is um, <laughs> the documentary about the making of Poultry Geist. Yeah. Night of the Chicken Dead. <laughs> and um,
3: and a bunch of other ones too, like the back behind the scenes of Terror Firmer. Yeah. And other
4: and, ones. To prepare us and make sure that we really that was part of the callback to sit there and and watch these people suffer. You
0: You guys (laughs) grew up huge trauma fans though, right? You were Uh, no. No? No. No? No?
3: What? (laughs) What? That's what's so funny. I'm actually realizing this, like as like a fangirl myself, like I'm really big into sci fi and all sorts of things and the people who are in all the remakes and reboots of things like have virtually either never heard of or aren't as steeped into the original. And that may have helped separate a little bit, but we both were familiar with Class of Newcomb High to some extent, but I didn't know like
5: the, the trauma
3: universe. Yeah, I didn't know, we didn't know I how to do No, I had watched do.
0: No, I think that actually is probably accurate because I think what makes those movies enjoyable is that aside from the kind of cheese factor, there's a level of commitment that you might not get from somebody who went into it being like, I'm in a trauma film. So huh? winky winky. You know what yeah, yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. there's a there's kind of a junior high, let's put on a play, uh, earnestness to them, which I well, think... It, yeah, knows.
3: it's this, like, this crazy spirit, and we all lived together. We all were living in an abandoned funeral home that was formerly okay. owned by... A mobster mm-hmm. named Magadino, who was nicknamed the Undertaker. We, we R-
4: saged the place. Yeah, yeah we made it a point plunge. to sage it before it was anyone wanted. really moved in. A
1: reputed gangster. It's my show. I'm the yeah. guy who's going to get fucking killed for this. Well, he <laughs> was, <he laughs> My RSS feed, I'm the guy who's going to get yeah, knocked out. Yeah, I worked
2: in sanitation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he, he was, <laughs> he was, he was nicknamed
4: the Undertaker yeah. because he used to put two bodies in each cast. Yeah, one, one body would come in, really two creepy. bodies would come out.
1: And yeah. we're, you oh, guys so had your own private area, right?
3: Well, sort so the, the funeral <laughs> home was two floors because, you know, they have the, the like, I guess the service floor where you would have like the service, the caskets, you know, all that. And then they had the bottom floor and uh, part of the bottom floor in half um, was the crema- crematorium area, um, which when we actually looked in it, there were like burned up papers and stuff. Um, there was another area. Never you mind what that is. Never you mind what that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then there was another area in the corner, which we heavily sage cleansed. which um, when the police raided that building after his death, there was, like, this uh, mock torture chamber with, like, chains and stuff everywhere. It was,
4: the chains were still, we didn't see the chains, but the chains were still there when a lot of the crew Yeah, when, came. They, when
3: they came, because the, ch- the, the production manager... Um, uh, Justin Martel came in and with his with Zach Amico and Alex Horton and they all like cl- basically cleaned up the place, painted it, put like toxic caricatures and welcome to Charmaville everywhere. And then Katie and I were in this area that was a kitchen and a room and we were in a bedroom right next to a shower which they had made just for this production. And our bedroom area was where the mobsters used to convene, like secretly, like in the basement. And so, so that was very hear, heavily like everything, haunted.
4: And everything could, that was going on in the building yeah. at all times, you could hear in our room. Yeah. And we also knew who took the longest showers. Yeah. And it was always <laughs> the men. They took 20-minute showers. This was in Jersey. Where, where no, was? no, this was in
3: uh, American side of Niagara Falls.
1: So. Now, let's talk about what everyone's asking. The sex thing. You guys, your first big movie, Stroma, They have a reputation. What was? It? When did they do the sex scene? First, first day. day. <laughs> <laughs> so did we get it out of the it right way? It was my
3: first. It was my first day shooting movie, Although um, like we discussed last night a couple Q&As, people wanted to know like our process and we actually shoot the movie on like a digital camcorder like all in advance we shoot the entire movie um, before we even start principal photography. But once we do principal photography, we have you know a guy on a dolly like with with, with the huge um, aria alexa camera his two guys operating it focusing it you have crew members in the back operating sound all these people and lloyd just yelling like grab her left boob <laughs> <laughs> <And, like, laughs> but
4: it was, it was but it was kind of like one of those things like you just were just like okay okay we're doing well, this yeah get it over with because and we had i
3: had no idea like how else to react
1: you did know? you have any ground rules or anything that you wouldn't yeah
3: hear? yes wait yeah. i i uh made sure that i was very adamant especially when we were because we were auditioning we would have talks about like what the sex scene could be and i was like we uh
4: i am wearing underwear
3: i was wearing yeah yeah
1: Yeah, (laughs) lloyd's like let's talk about it
3: let's talk well we never we um, didn't
4: have auditions with lloyd we did Uh them with chelsea holland and uh she was great about it actually she kind of prepped us for everything and um at the end we were actually prepared to like block and like take our tops off for the yeah, sex scene, like the entire audition process just because it was like such a crazy atmosphere. And um she actually the only thing they asked us to do was at the end they were like, we're just gonna block it out and improv it a little bit. Do what you feel comfortable doing. So we yeah, weren't we're even just... required to like
1: oh, so what were your ground rules though? You had a couple. Yeah, uh, underwear wear underwear.
3: Um we had a sheet covering pretty much the waist below everything to kind of make it, you know, simulate and imagination and stuff. And you know, we weren't going to do anything that I didn't and Katie didn't think was, like, realistic or plausible and, si- like, too silly. Yeah. <laughs> plausible. plausible. Um, it was a drama bes- film. Yeah, but besides But what the- about the
1: duck? Did duck have a lot of standards or was he just like, fuck it, I'm all in. Actually, <laughs> the I'm duck – We had
3: to do a duck starter campaign to raise $10,000 so that we could even have a duck on this set.
1: But you guys really shot the whole movie on digital before? Yeah, yeah, one of just for blocking.
4: Like, yeah, he likes to do that. Um, so for blocking reasons to get the actors comfortable mm-hmm. with how everything's going to be, to get mm-hmm. some idea of angles, and for special effects because um, trauma films are really practical effects-heavy, and things can go wrong yeah. and things like that. So well, that this kind of, I
0: will say, I haven't seen many or any of the recent, like last decade or two, trauma films. But one. Of the that, it surprises me to hear you say no that this much of prep goes into it. Yeah. So just because... because <laughs> That's part of the fun of watching it. Yeah, that. I mean, part yeah. of the fun of watching it is it just kind of feels like they're like, what if I just punched and my hand went through his head here? I'm like, all right, sure. You know, like, there's sort of an anything like, vibe to it, which I kind of find appealing. Like, yeah. it surprises me that it's so meticulously... Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, there's a line of making sure that it looks fake enough and possible enough. Like, it, Like, if the frame is fast enough, you're going to viscerally feel like that happened. But you're gonna, you know, intellectually be like, oh, that's totally fake, and I th- and that's all like on purpose. I mean, uh, one of Katie's things with um, the the ending scene where she's having a carry moment, I'll say that, um, was practice on a guy yeah, to make sure it was safe for her to do, because
4: mm-hmm. it it required um,
1: Blood. A hope. John Travolta. No, no, no. no. Oh, it's a it's a problem. A- there
4: was a, a hose and like uh, attached to this Ordinary really answers. high pressured machine that would shoot out the the goo and the in the fake blood that was very close to my um uh, lady my parts lady parts the ha so we tested it on a on a man, man first, first just in case there was any or explosions or anything clap, like that
3: <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny <laughs> because we had to watch one of the um, one of the first assistant directors Eric Saunders you know simulate a toxic period
4: that was fun. I have pictures of it. It was pretty good. He was yeah. like he was like thrusting himself forward <laughs> like and like, like, like shooting sure it safe. out everywhere. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah.
1: speaking of pictures. We're going we couldn't get the pictures up here, so we have all on Twitter so you can look at your phones now. It's very yeah. exciting for the live crowd. Everybody pull out your phones, and go to Twitter. I, I, yeah, did, I figure I people are going to look at their phones anyway. They're <laughs> not like in the back a, like Julie's not looking at her phone anyway. I did See? bring a
3: costume piece from the movie if you oh want to Oh yeah, what now now. what is that? So I wore the so when we wow. were doing the, very small for Yeah, when we were doing the costumes for the movie, Lloyd just um which was a very interesting process actually because we originally had gotten excited. We had a costume designer who told us that it we were going to have like all these time. really free cool punk thingies that were going to be provided for us and she was asking our sizes. She even came to both of our apartments and went through all of our clothes, mostly our underwear. And um, took pictures of pieces of them. And then, like, she was not the costume designer.
0: Yeah, she's just so. a creeper. <laughs> yeah. no, but anyway, so the, the only ground rule became
3: um, that we, we could get our costumes uh, within reason. And um, the Lloyd would reimburse us. So he had rules. Like, for me and Katie, it was um, she would wear jewel tones because her character was rich and kind of royal. Um, and mine, I would wear neon colors, primarily like bright pink, and I would wear blue and stuff. And then as our characters changed from meeting each other, you could see like the fashions kind of become the same.
0: So the movie deals with like class issues, oh, yeah, like class wrong issues. side of the track. No, there is a lot of issues totally. in this movie. 1%
3: very deep. inequality, so, yeah. very current yeah. and, and Lloyd, when it, Lloyd told me personally a lot, he was like, I want to make sure that everyone sees your midriff and your legs the entire movie. So, like so. I said, very
1: political. So yeah. I basically brought tradition.
3: a lot of shirts and um, had people, like, arbitrarily cut them in half, and then um, – was that a shirt or the shorts? Yeah, these are – this is a shirt. I should have done
1: – I really should have done a contest because I couldn't figure out which um, one it was. And,
3: <laughs> and Lloyd, Lloyd wasn't sh- – didn't trust really anybody to make, give, make me, like, have certain things for the costumes, so he brought me his personal um, shirts, like, original first shirts, and I have um, this that's cut out of one of his Toxic crusade, Crusaders shirts on, as a midriff top, like permanently, so I like never want to get rid of it because like this is a yeah, it's awesome.
4: yeah. You look great in it. Thank yeah. you. Very it much. <laughs> <really laughs> <good. He, laughs> speak. <laughs> sleeps in that every night.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. on it. So uh, you guys went to can, which is totally different. Um... <laughs> You guys, But you guys hung out with Jean-Claude Van Damme.
4: Yeah, we did. Our first night. We had first quite night. an experience with Jean-Claude Van Damme. What was, yeah,
1: what was it? How did you meet him and what was that like?
3: Well, yeah. we, we went out to talk to people. Um, I don't know if we should say, like, who we were talking say to. Say it.
1: Now. Say it. Come on. Say it. Say it. Yeah. Say it. Yeah. Say, it. Yeah. Right. say it. Stop looking at your phones. We We, 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 we
4: had a meeting with the Weinstein people beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, so, like the, that's worse so, than the mob.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Go
4: ahead. So we, we,
3: after that night, we were pretty much done for the night and we went to the Majestic Hotel to call for a cab because, like, NP, yeah, NP. Was he dri-
1: was Jean Claude driving the? the wine no, 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 no. From the team that brought you remains of the day, <laughs> 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 they're <a> huge drama <laughs> so so event, we, just well, as Lloyd. Well, yeah.
3: But um, yeah, we went to their party. Mm-hmm. We were like invited, and so you weren't sure, invited yeah, to yeah, many we parties, were, right? You guys, we were, were, we were, we were, yeah, we yeah. were to to uh, it girls, and so we <laughs> saw we went to Majestic and we're leaving. We have like a cab, like supposedly on the way, and I see Jean Claude, and I'm like, Jean-Claude. I love time, I love time cop. I need to tell him. <laughs> you're the one. I'm yeah. the one. <laughs> I and I go up pick. to him, thinking like, I'll just, add, I'll just like tell him, ask for a picture, whatever, and like that'll be it. And I told him, and he go, he just goes like, Yeah, you should, you know, you two, you know, hang out with us. Like you come out all night, and you, you know, you come with us and to the club, and there. so we went.
4: On a whim. On a whim. <laughs> and we were, we, so we got in Jean-Claude Van Damme's car with his. <laughs> and he kicked uh, out our producer he, also. Yeah, he did kick out our producer, which is kind <laughs> of, <No fun laughs> only, only no So, so we, um, we ended up, I got to, it was a weird, I don't understand really what exactly happened in between. I know we drove around for a bit. Yeah, we drove around <laughs> in a circle. <laughs> they came from a party we,
1: in France. We, there were bombs. We, we, think uh, it was a we, 92 we, camera? We got, <laughs> well, no, we had actually
4: just been traveling for like 24 hours. Yeah, we hadn't slept. So we hadn't really slept. So it's kind of just and a weird one. whirlwind thing. And we got, um, there's like a, a walkway on the Riviera that kind of looks over the beach. Mm-hmm. And so he has us sit down there and he proceeds to like smoke a spliff. Yes, share, and with us. Tra- share with us and show him his workout. Show us his workout he routine. <laughs> while, <laughs> so he was squatting while smoking a slip um, <laughs> With us, <laughs> and um, the and, paparazzi came to us. Yeah, to take po- photos of him, and then and he, he sent like us booed them away. And told us about his um, his div- his idea for his upcoming feature in which he plays Called a sex Atlas. slave. Called Atlas, and it's. He said it's.
3: You know, it's like. Uh, it's like Hunger Games, um, but it's like with me. I'm like a very sexy, you know, man, and I'm like a slave, <laughs> and uh, you know, you girls could, you know, you could be like the female, like gladiators, and um, you know, and then
4: and then he uh, <laughs> and then uh, he I, and then so then we went to like another place with him, and he said to us, you know, I thought you were bimbos. But you you're actually you're quite smart. You're very smart. You know,
0: you got you got to give credit to anybody who has like a three decade commitment to being a scumbag. Do
1: you know <laughs> what I mean? Well,
3: <laughs> speaking of, like, he did a great job though in Expendables two, and I I, I told him he that know, he, a, did, he, he, did. To re- he did. He was trying to
1: re up his credibility. With I, 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 though. I thought he
3: did. It was nice, but then I told him that, and then for some reason, when I told him that, he directly went on this long tangent of like his rivalry with Chuck Norris. But that, <laughs> but tell that, us more. Yeah, but. And, you know, and all this stuff. And he was like, I don't know, Chuck Norris just doesn't like me because, you know, I beat the shit out of him once. (laughs) And and then he was like, well, you know, but his wife has some really nice teeth, so, I mean, he has to be a pretty good guy, you know.
1: Fair enough. He bought
3: a champagne, and then I asked to take a picture with him because every every time we would walk or move, someone would be like, can I have a picture with you? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 come take a picture. So I was like, oh, I'll get it. This is, like, the perfect point. Like, I'm having champagne with Jean-Claude, like, picture. And he was like, no, later, you know, later tonight.
1: Uh. And
3: I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> so we, we're also – You had sign- no idea he was
1: trying to sleep with you.
3: Oh, uh, well, uh, well, well, we, uh, well I, I don't know. I'm under the illusion sometimes that that's not always what right, men right, are right. trying to talk to you about. Sure, you know, sure. like right now. Christian's right. um, hand is on your leg. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, yeah. So, and also... It's so, not my so, hand. We were, we were not filming a, a documentary right. with Trauma at the time, too. So we called over two people from our crew to come in and secretly film some of it. And then uh, he got the hint and, uh,
4: you know, said, it was nice meeting you guys. and uh, Well, he did ask for for us to bring him a screener to, to watch in his room the yeah. film
1: before leaving. <laughs> That's leave. the move. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're going with your that old a movie, you know, a try It's cleaner
0: and a box of tissue. <laughs> <and laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, to watch with him. Men are gross.
3: You I was can was make just, fun of time golf, our, but our, you're it was still getting laid. Our first night.
4: Yeah, it was our first night. We were both with our uh, significant others at the time, so that didn't
3: that. We didn't have, also, really we didn't have our, we didn't get our, like, French cell phones or anything yet, so, like, I had no way to communicate. Stuck with Jean
1: Claude. Yeah, Yeah.
3: Yeah, in the other room. And And we had like a vague idea of where we were staying too, so like we had to like get into. And you had your iPhone, so luckily there was that. But um, so that was that was interesting. And then we spent the rest of the time um, partying with Chuck Norris. Yeah, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, but we
1: were we were accused (laughs) of uh, we were accused of. Damn um, you, Chuck Norris. I don't know what the accent was. (laughs) (laughs) It's Belgian. You guys don't know people. It's (laughs) accenty. you! No, uh, so you met your boyfriend on the in the movie, I did. Yeah. I did.
3: Uh, he's my man friend. Oh hello! <laughs> 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 uh, no, I, I. Uh, the yeah, minute he grew
1: that, that. radioactive tail, I knew he was for me. <laughs> yeah, I <him>.
4: know. <laughs> it was it was love at first. Well, well this is not
1: the first trauma marriage. We're gonna have Robert come up later. Uh, yeah, uh,
4: yeah, well, that, well, well, oh yeah. Robert met his boyfriend. Oh, marriage! I, got I jumped in. to it. Sorry. I got your boyfriend's
1: advice. sweating somewhere.
3: No, actually, he very much. We very much are on that path. And one of those
1: strange rings, an engagement ring. You have a skull. You have a thing.
3: Uh, no, <laughs> no. Are trying to get
1: weird enough to find a ring for you?
3: No, he wants to do it the right way. It's not and awkward. And I made a joke. Uh, no, wow. he, <laughs> he wants to do it the right way. He wants to meet my, my dad in person first. I've
4: met his family this past Christmas. He wants to meet
1: your mutant. And my mutant and family. <laughs> or radioactive waste yeah, on your mother. <laughs> exactly. And, you and know. Are you
0: going to introduce your parents to the duck?
1: <laughs> my
4: parents actually came to the, we screened at the Museum of Modern Arts Contender Series on Thursday, mm-hmm, and um, my parents came and saw the film for the first time. And, um, You're um, cut off. What?
1: You're cut off now.
4: I, I mean, <laughs> I, I think I'm still invited to Thanksgiving. I'm not they sure. Were real, they were no, really they were, nice they were actually it, yeah. pretty. I mean, my mother, the way she explains the film to people is, you know, it's like that that movie that those that the company that the South Park guys like worked for um so it's like sophomoric humor but you know Katie's like kind of proud of it (laughs) (laughs) but um so (laughs) we but they came and they uh, enjoyed themselves my little sister was uh, a little upset um but you know she
1: oh by the way how old is she sixteen. Oh yeah. 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 But that's the age people start watching trauma films. Yeah, but
4: uh she we're very different. She's like um wants to go into chemical engineering gooses. and Goose. all sorts of sorry like gooses what?
1: No, I'm Goose. butchering Goose. the English language Goose. over here.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well Lloyd did Lloyd was like, Oh who's this? And you know I this is my sister and he said Newcom High, Volume Three, and she just like had this terrified look on her face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's pimping out your sister. Well, that's really gross. Well, thank you guys for coming on. The movie is great, <laughs> and you guys are great in it. And we'll see you in the, for the next film. So you guys give it up for Asa and Catherine, guys and see the movie. Thank you guys for coming down to the basement. Thank you, thank you. All right, thank, ladies. We're throwing you guys, the ladies out. We're going because we're gonna talk about the movie before yours, Class of yeah. Newcom High, and to help us with that aforementioned The Godfather. Robert Pritchard, who was in the original Class of Nukem High and Toxic Avenger. Let's hear it for Robert Pritchard.
0: Come on, come on now.
1: And my good friend, Mike Williams. And you know, Mike, from great movies like The Blair Witch Project. That's Mike Williams. And Mike, you have a really funny uh YouTube show called uh Four Corners of Fear.
6: Yeah, but before I get to that, I actually did bring a screener of Blair Witch to John Claude Van Damme's room. How did it work out?
0: He
1: has a large...
6: No, I won't. I won't. But hello.
0: Why are you bringing... Why are you knocking on my door? Why don't you go away? I don't know
1: you. <laughs>
6: I'm out of work, John Claude. I did Shut one up. film. Jesus Christ, let me in.
1: <laughs> well, any advice to those guys? Well, any advice for uh, romance? Because you met your, your wife, your ex-wife. Jennifer, sorry to bring it up right away. <laughs> My ex-wife, that's right. Yeah, well, I'd listen, look <laughs> at him. A, Things turned out mess. so well.
7: Um, actually, it was the same audition process that, that Asta and Kate were talking about. We auditioned together for Toxic Avenger, actually, probably eight times, nine times. And the first two times were we were reading, ostensibly, the script of Toxic Avenger. The other six times we were reading lines for trailers to promote other movies that they filmed and then used as <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> commercials.
0: <laughs> Not surprised. Uh, so so they weren't really the auditioned so much. You were just doing voiceover work, really. The, yeah,
7: yeah. Yeah. And uh, well, actually, and then, film work, because yes. we were on camera. Oh, and OK. So they were and you're doing the best
1: you could do, because you yeah. guys wanted the job.
7: And the, and uh, <laughs> one of them was stuck on you. Uh, so it was one of them was for the film Madonna didn't get in. Um, Brilliant. So we auditioned you know and, and we they constantly paired us together we neither of us ever auditioned with anyone else
1: uh-huh so you had it so yeah
7: there was some so chemistry
1: real out. quick if you want to look at pictures during this and uh and instead of texting your friends go to nypod resents hashtag nypod resents on twitter and there's the pictures from uh uh from the First interview, and then from this movie that yeah, we're talking. Robert, about. Robert, it
0: was the main bad guy. You were the, the bad main, guy. In this movie. You I were the Billy
1: Zabka of uh,
0: t- of uh, Class in Newcomb High. I want you you
1: look like yeah, you look crazy in that movie. So in the movie, it's a regular high school that happens to be in New Jersey next to a nuclear power plant, which uh, makes me nervous because I grew up in New Jersey next to a nuclear power plant, and uh, they don't care that the the waste has gotten to the plant. Right, and you guys were what? Like you were the honor roll students.
7: We were the honor roll students, and we got contaminated somehow by the nuclear uh, waste, and then we turned into Cretans And so we sort of punk rock. It was kind of a, the look was sort of a, a cross between punk rock and hair metal.
1: The look was yeah. like last minute Halloween costume. Yeah, <laughs> in, in
7: in a suburb of Tokyo.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
7: It was like
5: Rumble
0: in the Bronx on peyote, sort <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
7: It was weird I, science when
6: the motorcycle gang comes in, but you were original then, because that must be where they got that from. Got yeah. to be. You Again. know,
7: I, I heard that Lloyd was looking at some sort of fanzines from Japan and got the idea while, while you know, pre-production was still happening. Because when we were first auditioning, this look was not a part of the script, and we weren't told that we were going to be, looking like that uh. and like then this one guy who actually turned out to i think he's now the guy who runs gotham comedy club he was originally going to be one of the cretins huh but then when they said no you're going to have three plastic breasts <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was pretty progressive as a guy dressed like a woman. He walked out? He was out, yeah. Wow. So was that the, wh- there he was one Total guy, Christmas There movies? was one guy in the Cretans that
6: wore a shirt just like Adam and only wore purple lipstick, and he looked completely no, he normal. Boots. Did he? Yeah, yeah, he was
1: like cross-dresser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a weird. Like They ran out, and another guy just had a Hitler mustache. So well, like he, just, had yeah. role,
7: he had the role, and then once he found out he had the tits, he was out.
0: Well, the other guy but, said two is fine. The other
1: three yeah. uh, my, <laughs> is fine. But it seems number.
0: like, like when you watch that, it, it seems like the kind of movie where one of the Cretans, which is the name of the gang, could have just come in like, what if
7: I had boobs?
0: Like, sure. Like that's sort <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. vibe. That Adam, let me borrow your shirt. Yeah. Okay. And, we, and, and, we, and like uh, that,
7: that whole, like, Hitler look that was kind of popular for a couple of years? Recently. Well, in the, in the late 30s? Yeah. Or actually, no, here <laughs> in New York. Not popular on this recently. side of the table. With that, we'll know that haircut that's no, no, no. coming <laughs> back. Well, we had that sure. big time in the in the first class of Newcomb High, only it was a girl and she also had the mustache.
6: That was a girl,
1: the Hitler? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah.
6: Well, can I just say that my favorite scene of the film is when your girlfriend is basically orgasming in, as she's got his head between her legs. And oh yeah! Jumping up
7: and down. They're beating That's up where the, I realized right, they're beating the guy up. Right. The yes. fight scenes were the most <laughs> fun uh, to do. Actually, the the I had more fun doing that than than anything because it, it didn't have to think about lines. All I had to do was move, and I hope the How camera. How choreographed
0: done. was it? Was it because it didn't? I mean. Did you guys shoot well, the well, whole like the, thing? <laughs> like, like, like what are you trying like, to there's say? There's a Duke really Fred. great one between me and, and <laughs> the character who
7: plays Brad, uh, Brad the Brad character, uh-huh. in the bathroom. And that one was pretty uh-huh. – we we knew what we were doing, you know, jumping up and er, down around the stalls and and. My Punching my, my hand into the wall and all that. You yeah, know. which you did twice, yeah. which was
0: bizarre. He's a really dumb character. Uh, <laughs> not a smart you know, person. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Can you show that clip that I was talking about, or is it possible? In In totally the, typecast. It, no, you got to watch it on Twitter. Are you got to watch it on Twitter? They're they going to oh. hook it up. Well, tell them about the clip. Ah. Well, it for the people. There's a scene where, Robert, where yeah. Robert and one of the other main Cretans see an old woman coming, and they're really excited because they're oh, going to yeah. get her purse, and they pull out. you pull out Alka-Seltzer and you pretend that you're foaming at the mouth, and it's like, oh, my God, he's having a seizure, and we need something soft to put in this mouth. And so you, you get the purse from the woman, and then you're like, ha, 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 we got your purse. And you're like, oh, okay, you got the one's purse. But then you beat the shit out of her and kill her anyway.
6: And, which just and is, dance with the purse, like a very yeah. kind of fun <laughs> Like dance, really over the
1: top, Yeah, just beat the crap out of an elderly woman. Yeah. The uh, logic is, right, this guy's foaming at the mouth. Give me all your valuables, and we put it in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. going to save
7: her. And actually, uh, the whole time, I'm actually saying under, uh, you know, through the foam, get the fucking purse. Get the fucking purse. Get the fucking purse. purse. Was that
5: improvised, that that (laughs) scene written? No,
7: no. Most of the dialogue in in either Toxic or or Class of Nukem High was improvised. Yeah, you
1: faked, and tell me what you did in Toxic Avenger, how you got my lines. Well, in Toxic
7: Avenger, when I, uh, I originally had five lines, and so how to improve my part, uh, whenever another character said anything, I repeated it. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 <laughs> yes. Bozo would say, You want me to get a fucking disease? And I'd go, Yeah, you want him to get a fucking disease? You know, what are you an asshole? Yeah, what are you an asshole? So I doubled my role.
1: <laughs> See, Mike, that's acting training. And and did that, it, put it, 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 did, did that put you into a different Did that put you
7: a different bracket with a union, like and, and, because well, you were and and an it, under five? It was and totally non-union. And it, really? And, but it at least got me. <laughs> but it at least it got me on the poster. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> that was even bigger.
1: And Mike, for you guys, when you did Blair Witch, how, you had to improvise the whole script.
6: We we did. We improvised the whole script and uh, and we shot it in like eight days, which was also not a
7: union.
1: Which is why you do not get writer credit.
6: Right, exactly, yes. You Thanks for bringing producer. up a similar subject.
1: Listen, no, I your kids wear uh, paper bags for shoes. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. And
7: they're still making more Blair Witch projects.
1: Right?
6: The, uh, you know what? I don't know that they are, but we just did a spoof. I finally was like, you know what? We've been made fun of so many times. It would be fun to make fun of ourselves. So I got together with uh, the, one of the directors, Ed Sanchez, and uh, my buddy Josh, and this guy who does uh, Tom Cruise impersonation that's really funny. Ed, uh, Evan Ferrante who's a New York guy but uh, we did a spoof called Blair Witch Four Corners of Fear and Speaks had uh, mentioned that before but you could check that out on YouTube it's uh, like a bunch of webisodes of us in the woods and this is Blair Witch if it had starred Tom Cruise so it's kind of ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> Was there a time when
1: you wanted to distance because now you you have a different profession you're a guidance counselor did you yeah. want to distance yourself from the film or I, Honestly
6: I've never wanted to distance myself it's Mormon of glory. I love it I hang on to it for dear life why not uh-huh.
1: <laughs> And you're starting to go doing now. You're doing uh, signings and stuff like that.
6: Yeah, just recently because you told me I was an asshole for not doing them, I so it. I swear to God, if to go. I was smart
1: enough to do something good in <laughs> when my like early twenties or teens is that I can live off of the rest of my life. <laughs> like you work night, you know, Monday to Friday, you make, and then you go on weekends. You leave your family, yeah. you're a superstar, then you go back to work. and yeah. You know, hit, It's pretty cool on the weekends. Everything.
6: People buy you drinks, give you some money for an autograph. It's not a bad deal. It's yeah. Bad
1: deal. And what what kind of comments do you get from people?
6: Um, why'd you kick the map in the
1: creek? Hey, why did you it's kick a the map? It's the number one <laughs> comment. <laughs> <laughs> so, when I watched it, because I know you, I was like, and it looked so real, you know. I was like, Mike, what a dick! Why would you kick the map in there the creek? You go. Yeah. And then I was yelling at the TV.
6: <laughs> it was it was cool because I, they crumpled it up. They were arguing with each other, and they threw it on the on the uh, on the, the ground, and then they started arguing some more. So I kicked it, and then I looked up like, ha, look at that! I kicked it in the creek, and they didn't see it. So I was like, oh, okay, they didn't see me do that. And then I rea- they just stomped off and walked away. So I realized that they don't know what happened to that map. They have no idea. So I kind of held on to it for a couple of days, and I thought I'd have this really dramatic, awesome acting scene where I'd be like, guys, I got a confession to make, you know. <laughs> uh, but w- what happened is Heather, her, she was getting all wet in the little stream, and I just started laughing, and that, that scene just came out when I said, oh, I got news for you. I kicked that map into the creek. So the way it came out, it, it just was like, you know, I didn't plan it. But uh, it was like a little gem that they they actually didn't realize that it was in the creek. How
0: much of the story, like, is prepared going in? Like, do you have a a rough outline of, like, these plot events need to happen? Or is it really just kind of making it up?
6: No, it's similar to, like, what they were saying. It's like we auditioned for, you know, a few weekends, eight, nine times. And uh, most of it was improvisation. So they told us, you know, it's basically a story of these kids that get lost in the woods that are trying to film a documentary about a witch. And they just basically told us that not much. They said, well, at some point you will, you will come across us, but just pretend it's not us, you know, shaking the tent, or we're going we're gonna to create events for you. You're not going to know what the events are. You're just going to have to react to these events as if they were happening right now. So that's basically the way we, we shot the film. So you knew something was going to happen. You didn't know. I didn't know what was going to happen at the end. You know, we had no real idea. And matter of fact, uh, I was supposed to get taken out first, but Josh and Heather were arguing so much because they would watch the footage every night because we'd leave the tapes in a milk crate. And they were arguing so much that uh, the directors decided to pull Josh out. So talk (laughs) about extending my role. I was like, yes, that motherfucker is gone. I'm still here.
7: So you would put your tapes on You could, like, talk your role into being longer, you know, like, (laughs) give yourself, like things in the future that <laughs> yeah. you need to be there for. You know? Well, that's why I'm still
6: standing in that corner at the end.
1: You know? yeah, why are you standing I, in the corner? Eventually, I'm going to turn around. <laughs>
0: yeah, if this podcast doesn't go well, we're going to make you go stand in the corner. That's fine. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 no, I, that would have been a great, if I was in that movie, I would have just been like, oh my God, guys, the, the witch is my mom. Then like they can't <laughs> then they can't write you out. And you're the
5: star. Oh yeah, put on a hockey mask and kill the, the other witch. two people. Yeah. Hey,
7: that's my mom.
1: Well, oh, uh, when as a guidance counselor, do students come up to you and say, "I'm not taking your fucking advice." You kicked the map in the creek, <laughs> yeah. douchebag.
6: You know, a student, a student just came. It's actually a K through eight, so it's like uh, they're too young to watch it. But a lot of times, the seventh and eighth graders will come after a week and be like, "Mr. Williams, I watched your movie. It's so weird." You know, <laughs> and then, that just happened last week, and it's you know it's pretty rare, but they, they get over it pretty quickly. You know. So uh, when like, well, par- don't ever smoke or curse, kid.
0: You're fine. <laughs> when those Paranormal Activity <laughs> movies come out, do you get pissed?
6: No, I don't. It
0: I don't. totally I, stole you your know, thunder. Come on. It's it's uh. You it's guys, you know, sometimes the groundbreakers all they do is break ground, right
6: <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> and it's kind of true in this case. Yeah, it is. It's always
0: the it's first. Person, why I'm a guidance counselor. The first person to do it doesn't get the money. It's <laughs> the second person to rip it off. Because yeah, cash in.
6: Th- those guys are definitely getting some residuals. That's something. Mm. that well, I Do I you guys see.
1: have any advice for uh, the women who are just here who just did their first big movie? Uh,
6: just slow down and enjoy it. Like really enjoy it. Uh, I felt like I was able to do that with this with this film, but. Um, You never know what's around the the corner, so just be open to everything and enjoy it, and definitely be open to Jean-Claude Van Damme wanting you to bring screeners to his room because it really worked out. It worked out for you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it was weird because, you know, we had just graduated college, and uh, you came out to L.A., and we went to dinner somewhere, and we came out. We were with Josh, and there was people outside with your picture. Like, they heard you were in the restaurant. And they came out to get your. I paid order. those guys 10 bucks. I was just wanted you was, was to think I was a big deal. I called all our friends back in <laughs> college. And like, wow, he is a big deal. Actually, Mike and I went to college. He didn't graduate college. But after oh, yeah. The, it's true. After Blair Witch came out, they wanted you to speak. I was
6: three credits shy. <laughs> and it was costume construction in the theater program. <laughs> and I got an incomplete in it. And um, I thought, I yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it show you? up and sew, and, and you pass. And I just wasn't able to do that, apparently. <laughs> So uh, they called me after this in in 99. They said, we want to do a panel with you. I said, I I will do the panel if you give me my three credits. And they did. So it worked out. So forget residuals. I'm a college graduate. So
0: college is a bullshit ruse. Yay. (laughs) They sold their integrity.
1: Yay. College. Bro, what was your favorite, to get back to Newcomb High, what was your favorite scene to do in that movie? My
7: Favorite? Oh, uh, my death scene. (laughs) Like <laughs> justing, where right where I just get to like totally just let it all out and cry and whimper and complain and it's like primal scream. Therapy. It was so much fun.
5: What is a giant monster? <laughs> How did you die in the film?
7: Um, I I'm stalking Brad and I've got this huge like magnum. It's like a forty-four. It's like a dirty hairy pistol. Yeah, and and I've been injured, so I've, I'm I'm trying to cradle it with my injured arm and my my good hand. And I'm and I'm crying and whimpering. I want to kill this guy, but I'm frightened to death. And so like it's just so much fun. And then the monster comes up behind you. Yeah. And the monster comes behind me, and I get and I think I get zapped by
2: the laser. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. uh, He zaps both of you with the laser just
6: after you and your girlfriend smeared the blood of the young lady all over her chest. It was like so
7: crazily bloody Uh and pornographic. Yeah. Like how much of that
6: comes from Lloyd? Like what is Lloyd
0: Kaufman like as a dude? Like is he? Well, that wasn't
7: Lloyd. Oh. That was, was Rich it? Haynes. Oh. Well, okay. Lloyd so Coffin's just... name is on the movie, yeah, though. Yeah, but Rich Haynes directed that oh. part, and he was sort ah. of – he wasn't directing – he was directing the first third, and then the last two thirds, Lloyd took over. But the, we did that scene at the very beginning, and Rich was still
1: directing that. You could talk a little bit. Of Mike. was um, he fired, or did you guys just ran out of time?
7: I, no. I, well, I don't know. He was – yeah, replaced, but he was still—he still edited the movie, and he got the screenwriting credit. He wrote the movie. Uh-huh. But see, I didn't have to audition for that one because I, I was in Toxic Avenger, and, and Richard just said to me, "Okay, you're doing this one." next.
6: He's a good repeater.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't give you any lines uh, in that movie. And and the girl and you had and the girl the, the
7: girl in that scene with me, she was originally supposed to be the lead bad girl in the whole movie, but she was in a car accident within the first week of shooting, and. So you only see her in that one scene. Yeah. And then she's in another yeah. car accident.
1: Yeah. Plus Yeah. So <laughs> was, <laughs> was she okay? Was she
7: no, she was like in bad shape. I, I oh. went, and saw her in the hospital. And it was, like, I felt bad. I made her laugh, and that hurt. And it was like, oh my god. I um, are <laughs> like, <she> listen, <laughs> you're you'll be out there smearing blood on your tits in no time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, doctor, can, can smeared smear blood on her tits? Exactly that okay? kind of thing. <laughs> She, and uh, she was in a horrible car accident, and, but she was great, and we had a lot of we had a great time shooting with her. But um, and yeah,
6: did but you guys like do the whole script? I don't know obviously they didn't have like camcorders handy back then, like the girls were talking about. But they right. said that they had shot the whole thing on digital, no, and then not at
7: all, not at all. Yeah. Where did you do shoot? Any, we did it. We did it the way Christian described. it. <laughs> That's kind <laughs> of how I imagine. <laughs> it. Like, let's ran go, ran to a, let's go make a video. let
6: sort of yeah. yeah. And, that's did you shoot so hearing about that? it
7: in, in Mamaroneck in Rye? We were in Jersey, but I don't remember exactly where. And we had in a Jersey. high school that we got to trash, and that was a lot of fun. Too. That
0: actually looked awesome when you guys uh, were like riding motorcycles through the hallway, like spray yeah, painting the awesome. lockers, like just that. Oh my God, to just trash a high school—how much? Just, Except
6: the recurring shot of the girl on the bike with like just spray painting one consistent line. And then like, it, I'm and so
2: bad. bad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, then it actually and then two two cuts later, I'm so bad. <laughs> She actually
1: yeah. the monster, too. I guess that's yeah. what it was yeah. leading up to, yeah. 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 They're running out of footage. And what about the end? Did school explode? How did they do that explosion thing? Was that all stock footage? Or did yeah, you the blows?
7: explosion was just a cheap special effect. Yeah. yeah, it looked really good. <laughs> blowing my Honestly,
1: mind. the Sorry. monster was
6: very good. The
7: Didn't monster was great. I thought yeah. it was excellent. And, 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 um, creepy. Um, the, that, that was uh, what changed. It. Spent How did, a lot of time with that
0: monster. How did they make the giant boner? uh brad oh yes people are not familiar uh (laughs) after they they smoke a toxic joint uh then the guy goes home and uh he grows a giant like eight foot boner um like was that a machine like were you on you might not have been on set i was
7: not on set for any of those scenes but uh and i have no idea how they did that but it but their callback is obvious. You didn't ask? In the, in the remake. Oh, know, okay. You know. All right. Yeah. Oh, well, if you find out how they Asta, made the giant boner, Asta, let me know. You know, character, you know, has yeah. herself
1: a the giant boner? Yeah, she
7: does. All right. <laughs> all right well, all that right.
0: changes my opinion of the movie entirely. <laughs> you got, is there a
5: moral
1: to this movie? No. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, no, but as there as is as sort of an eco. I mean, it definitely happened no, in that. No, there
7: actually is. It's like Michael O'Donoghue used to say on Saturday Night Live, there is no moral to this story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> been, Honestly, I mean I d- though, uh, it definitely
6: happened.
0: It I mean both Toxic Avenger and Class of Newcomb High was in that wave of 80s definitely. nuclear energy uh you know paranoia is maybe not the right word but you know where people were kind of freaking out, you know, it was Three Mile Island and and all that. Yeah. And so there that, that definitely kind of filters in, you know, yeah. to that movie of just, you know, it's like people remember when people used to worry about nuclear energy and nuclear war, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and Russia, I remember has, that? They're, they're, yeah. they're so it, naive. It,
7: it does have <laughs> a, totally a it does though. have kind of an echo consciousness to it, consciousness to it. But really, this is your argument to not <laughs> pollute. It's, it's <laughs> well, thank you guys for
1: doing this. Thank you, Mike, thank Robert, you, Christian. Adam. Thank you, guys, thank you, guys. Before you go, just want to thank uh, Micah and uh, Hemden and Lloyd. And, of course, Jeremy and Dan for doing the thing. And we have one more song. This a song. is a tribute to uh, cl- uh, Newcomb, Class of Newcomb High. That's right. I'm not going to call Lloyd. He's not. And, um, Mike, you're going to have to stand in the corner for the song. Okay. <laughs> we appreciate that. All right, take it away, Ben. Thank you very much.
2: So this is uh, specifically for fans of the film, uh, and I reference a lot of uh, the Plot that happens in the movie, and uh, maybe some of the characters. Here we go. I'm a foreman down at the power plants, and I don't give a wet slot. The high school kids look like adamants, and I don't give a wet slot. I weigh close to 400 pounds, that can't be good on my heart. That'll kill me when. showed my piranha-like teeth and I don't give a wet fart The school blew up and caused pandemonium No one gives a wet fart Was I made of weaponized plutonium? No one gives a wet fart Well, radiation kills It doesn't make things grow That's just, that's just one hole
1: Thank you everybody for coming, I really appreciate it. Okay. Hashtag NYPodFest resents. Make a comment or suggest a film at ReachAdam at Mac.com. Join us on Facebook. If you like the show, put the episode up on your Twitter, Facebook, stumble upon, Dig, you know, all those things. I'm Eddie Pepitone and my Twitter account is at Eddie Pepitone Go to our Facebook page uh, the community of people who like obscure and weird films and fun films and and you can post your favorite films and what's going on there Go to Facebook type in Proudly Resents Also check out older episodes if you like interviews or reviews uh, if you need it Advice, I would check out. Anything with Nico is very funny, of course. There's uh, an interview I did with a guy who claims that he directed The Room. That's also pretty fascinating. Adam, we're, we're out of
5: time for this interview.